so we've talked about if you're going to build a hedge of protection, I have to sanctify my house. I have to worship in the morning. I have to let God go before me. That's why I worship in the morning. The third thing I do is I have to walk with the sword of the Lord. Now, I told you earlier that Job was the oldest manuscript in Scripture. So up until that time, there was no Bible. So Job couldn't have said that or he would have done it, I'm pretty sure. But Job had no Bible. Job could not quote Scriptures. But as the Bible progressed and as time progressed and as God opened himself up more to mankind as the tabernacle was established and God could now dwell with men on earth and the temple was established and the temple rituals were established, now God begins to give us other tools that we didn't have and one of those is the word of God. And here's the thing about the word of God. It's not just something that you read. It's something you have to say. In the spirit your sword is not in your hand. In the spirit, your sword is in your mouth. Now you have to get that. See, the, the, the putting on the whole armor of God is not something you do, it's something you say. If you have your feet shod with peace, you have to speak it. If you have your, your, the helmet of salvation, you have to confess your sins and claim it. If you have the, bless, the breastplate of righteousness, it's because you're living your life that way. And so the sword of the Spirit is not in your hand. When Jesus comes and smites the armies on the battlefield of Armageddon, where is the sword? His, the sword is in his mouth. And so in the Spirit, your sword is in your mouth. It's not in your hand. You can take your Bible and wave it all over your house and the devil's not worried about that at all. But if you speak one verse of scripture, it puts every demon to flight. And it not only does that, it calls in angels. The book of Psalm 103 says, bless the Lord, you his angels who excel in strength, who do his work, who do his word, heeding the voice of his word. Now look at this. I know some people like to think they can command angels and I'm not going to go there. I don't personally agree agree with that theologically you got to show me some scripture on that first and I, I know people like to do it. it makes them feel powerful I'm gonna send my angel to do this and I know people that send their angel to find their car keys and things like that now, I know the angels are going to help you but you don't have power over angels those are the angels of the Lord those are not your angels they're the angels of the Lord but I will tell you this if you start speaking the word it'll draw them in if you speak the word they do the bidding of the word of God they will gather at the word of God God, when you begin to speak God's word over your house, do you know that you can spiritually sweep your house the same way you run the vacuum and the same way you take a broom and clean the kitchen? Do you know that when you take your Bible in your hand and you open it up and you start walking through your house and reading the word of God, every demon hiding in every corner, it sets them on fire. They have to leave because the word of God is a sword in your hand. Somebody needs to go home. Put some oil on your door. Turn on the worship music and walk through your house saying, no weapon formed against me shall prosper and every tongue that rises against me thou shalt condemn for this is the heritage of the servant of the Lord. Somebody needs to take out your Bible and walk into your living room and say, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life and whom shall I be afraid? somebody that's under attack and you don't know how to fight back you need to walk through your house put 
some oil on your living room and say, Arise, O God. Confront him. Cast him down. Deliver my life from the wicked one with your sword. I'm telling you, that's Psalm 17, 13. That is fighting words right there. Arise, O God. Confront him. I have been in battle after battle, and that's the only thing I can say. I was in a battle one time so fierce for three days. That's about the only thing I said. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want to be around anybody, but I walked and said, God, I can't fight this battle. It's bigger than me. There's nothing I can say that everything I say is going to make it worse. So there's nothing I can say. So I just kept walking. Arise, oh God. Confront him. Cast him down. Deliver my life from the wicked one with your sword. Arise, oh God. Confront him. Cast him down. Deliver my life from the wicked one with your sword. I got up the next morning. I knew my battle was still raging. I did it again. I got up the third day. And you know, three days, there's something that happens after three days of anything. And there's a resurrection that follows all of that. I did that for about three days straight. And I got a breakthrough in my spirit. I didn't see the battle over. But I knew it was in God's hands. And let me tell you something. God took care of every bit of it. Because the sword of the Lord not only runs out your enemy. But it calls in angels. And the angels come and do the bidding of the word of God. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for supporting our ministry. If this has blessed you, please say a prayer for us. And if you would like to give, we have four ways that you can do that. You can give online at briancutshaw.com or if you're a PayPal user, just PayPal us at Church Trainer. Or you can also give through the mail at P.O. Box 267, Georgetown, Tennessee, 37336. Or if you're a Venmo user, you can Venmo us also at Church Trainer. Thank you and God bless you. And may the Lord multiply your seed. Now back to Hope in the Word. Somebody needs to say, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love the Lord, to the called according to his purpose. Somebody needs to say, if God is for me, who can be against me? Somebody needs to say, I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. Somebody needs to say, for I know the plans for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope in the future. You worried about your kids and start claiming Isaiah 54 over them. My children, or he said, great shall be the peace of your children and they will be taught by the Lord. Hallelujah. The things you can't teach them, God can teach them. He will send them to a different classroom, but you need to claim that great, my, my children shall be taught by the Lord. I think that's around verse 6 there in Isaiah 54 somewhere. He says, my children shall be taught by the Lord, and great shall be the peace of my children. I don't know what your children are doing today, but you need to start declaring that word over them and claiming them back. And then here's the final thing that you need to do. All right, so we've talked about this. How do I build a hedge of protection? I have to sanctify my house. The second thing I need to do is I need to rise up and worship before my family leaves my house. I need to let God go before me. I need to worship. The third thing I need to do is I need to get a sword in my mouth and sweep my house. I need to clean my house with the word of God in my lips. And here's the fourth thing and the last thing that you need to do to build a hedge. You need to put the name of God on your family. How do I do that? Okay, I want to I see how many can do this. The Hebrew people say only if you have Levitical blood in you, you can do this. I don't know if that's true. I saw Dr. Spock do it lots of times. So I want you to take your hands and do like this. All right? 
When I said Spock, I already got the sign from a few of you. So here's what you have to do. Do it on your right hand and your left hand and then put it together. Like this. Here we go. This is how you, this is what you have to do when you say this blessing. Now what you've just done is you've just formed the shin. The shin is a Hebrew letter that stands for Shaddai because you cannot write out the name of God in Hebrew. They won't let you. So you use the shin by itself. What does El Shaddai mean? Omnipotent. It means there's no power. There's no more power. So when you do this, you put the name of God, the uncontestable name of God, the infallible name of God on your family. So he told the priest to bless them in this way. So they form the shin. They stretch out their hands. You know what? This is what Jesus was doing in the ascension, in the rapture of Jesus. You know, when he went up there on on the top of the mountain, the Bible said that he raised his hands and blessed them. So when Jesus went up, he was saying, may the Lord blessing keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. So the last thing he did as the, as the high priest on this earth, as he did what high priests do every day, he put the name of God upon everybody on that hillside. We know that because the Bible says he lifted up his hands to do it. And that's what he did. So it never records what he said, but the Bible says that as he spoke these words, he was raptured. As he spoke these words, he was taken up in a cloud and they saw him go into heaven, what many people have come to call the ascension. So look at how this breaks down in Numbers chapter 6, verse 22. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, this is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. Say to them, the Lord bless you and keep you. Oh, I wish I had time to preach every line of this. I'm telling you what, pastors, you've got to go home and preach this. Every line is absolutely loaded. Do you know what happens to you? If only if we only look at the first one, do you know what happens to your life if the Lord just blesses you? Anybody ever been blessed to the Lord? I'm not talking about a feeling. I'm talking about resources you did not, you did not deserve. I'm talking about grace and mercy. I'm talking about God coming through when there was no other way. May the Lord bless you. And then how about this one? Say this to your children and the Lord's going to keep you. Wherever you go, the Lord's going to keep you. Whatever you do, the Lord's going to keep you. Whoever you run into, the Lord's going to keep you. May the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you, which means I see you. That's what that means. God says there is an all seeing eye watching you. Run if you want to, but I see where you're at. Go as far as you want to go, but I see where you're at. You think your mama's not looking but I am looking you think you got it hidden but I see the hidden things no I see you and I'll come after you can I tell you some of you when you speak this over your kids the hounds of heaven are on their heels and they may think they can run from God they may think they can run to the ends of the earth but I'll tell you this wherever they go they're going to run into a Christian there's going to be a Christian walk up to their table and take their order there's going to be a Christian sit down beside of them on an airplane. There's going to be a new hire on the job and it's going to be a Christian and they're going to have a what would Jesus do bracelet on. They will never be able to avoid Christians for the rest of their life because you said, God, I put the name of God on my kids. I know they're not serving you. I know they're running from you. I know they're doing their own thing, but you can run from God.
God, but you can't hide from God because God can run faster than you can. God sees what nobody else can see. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Oh, yes. God, just be gracious. When God said that to Moses, I told you the story in Exodus 33. Where, in the, where Moses says, show me your glory. And the Lord said, well, I tell you what, I'll do this. He said, there's a place by me in the cleft of the rock. And he said, but Moses, I'm going to tell you a few other things. I'm going to be good to you. That's the first thing he said. I'm going to be good to you. And then he said, I'm going to be gracious to you. And the Lord says, he said it this way, kind of in a sassy way. The Lord said to Moses, well, listen, I can be gracious to whoever I want to be gracious to. That's what he said. It's like, you know, have you ever seen the chicken head and the hand on the hip going at the same time? When, you know, when somebody really means business, they're saying, mm-hmm, I will just do whatever I want to do. You know, sometimes sassy little kids do that, and sometimes it's mama. If mama does it, you better get out of the way. But let me tell you something. It's like God got his head going and put his hand on his hip and said, listen, I don't need anybody's permission to bless you. I don't need anybody's permission to promote you. I don't need any. I'll be gracious to whoever I want to be gracious to. I'm not going to ask your enemy. I'm not going to ask your brother. I'm not going to ask you. I'm not going to ask anybody or your neighbor. If I want you to be blessed, there's not a demon in hell that can stop it. There's not a rumor that can stop it. There's not a lie that can stop it. There's no government that can stop it. If I want you to be blessed, I'll just bless you any way I want to bless you just because I'm God and I love you and I'll bless you. The Lord, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And then he said, the Lord lift up his countenance upon you. Oh, that looks different because when the countenance of the Lord, God said, I see you, but he says, now I'm going to be so close that I'm going to cast a shadow on you. I'm going to be so close that my countenance, I'm face to face now. And when my shadow gets near you, they that dwell in the secret place of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. My shadow brings you favor. My shadow brings you anointing. My shadow brings you goodness. My shadow brings you protection. My shadow brings you grace. My shadow brings you resources. My shadow brings you favor. My shadow brings you healing. My shadow brings you prosperity. My shadow brings you in. My, my shadow keeps the enemy at bay. All you need is my shadow. You get me this close and I dare your enemy to come near you. All you need is the countenance of the Lord to be upon you. May the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and he ended in this way and give you peace. Anybody ready for some peace? Anybody ready for some peace? Anybody sick and tired of what's been going on in this world? Anybody ready for God to come in and settle your house down? Settle your life down? Settle the world down? Settle your, settle your community down? Settle your church down? Anybody ready for God to give you his peace? If you are, stand to your feet and glorify God right now all over this room. May the Lord bless and keep you. 
May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. And you know what he said? He said, when you say this, look at verse 27. He said, when you say this, I want you to see this last verse. Look at verse 27. So they shall, look at this. So they shall put my name on the children of Israel and I will bless them. Can I tell you something? When you do that, you just wrote El Shaddai right there. I hope I didn't give anybody a tattoo idea. I'm not going there. But he just gave, you just wrote El Shaddai. That means when the devil comes toward you, he sees El Shaddai. You know what God did to Abraham and Sarah? He just did one thing. He put his name in their name. If you look at Hebrew, in Hebrew, the, the unpronounceable name of God is yod Hey vav Hey. All right? So there's two letters that are the same, the Hey, which means breath. So the yod Hey vav Hey. there's only one way to say it. There's really no way to pronounce it. There's only one way to say it to make it sound right, and it's this way. to breathe in and breathe out and I'm going to tell you I don't care who you know and I don't care how much they call themselves an atheist or an agnostic or I don't care how much they don't believe in God the day they're born they're going to say the first part of his name and the day they die they're going to say the last part of his name the very first day they're born they're going to go oh, and the last day they die they'll go hey you're going to say his name over and over every time you take a breath you're going to say his name every time you go every time you breathe you're going to say his name you're going to say his name and all God did was add an H to Abram now his name is Abraham Sarai became Sarah he put a breath in their name that's all he did he didn't do anything else but put a breath in their name and it blessed them the Lord said I just want to breathe on you I just want to put my breath in your name I want to I want your name to be Brian El Shaddai Cutshaw I want your name to be Doyle El Shaddai Roberts I want your name to be Robert El Shaddai Moore I just want to put my name in your name just Put my name. I want your name to be Wade El Shaddai Miller. I just want my name and your name. All you got to do is bless it because Satan can't curse what God has blessed. Satan can't curse what God has blessed. Put my name on it and bless it. This program is brought to you by the partners of Brian Cutshaw and Church Trainer Ministries. Please help us pray that the Lord will continue to send us more partners so we can expand his kingdom around the world.